0: what's up warriors welcome to another episode of the mental health movement podcast voice for the voiceless i am your host chris and before we get started with today's episode i just wanted to say thank you to everybody who tuned in uh to my last podcast on holiday depression seasonal depression um there's a lot of stuff that i learned about um during that episode that you know i wasn't aware existed or had like certain terms to so I'm glad I can get that one out there because it definitely seemed to impact uh, quite a bit of people. Um, it definitely got a good reaction from from those same people. So again, thank you guys so much for your support. Today is officially the eighteenth of December, and that means we have exactly a week away from Christmas. Now, you know, as I spoke on in my last podcast, you know, I pretty much mentioned how it took me a really long time to come around to Christmas again, you know, uh, coming from a Coming from a broken home, coming from, uh, you know, where I came from, it's just one of those holidays that I struggled uh, just trying to, I guess, get through, you know, and creating my own traditions with Caleb um, helped a lot. You know, the Friendsgiving with all our friends helps me tremendously. And uh, today's episode, I just kind of wanted to do, you know, like a reflection on not only the podcasts that I've done in the past, but, you know, just kind of the lessons that I I learned um, you know along the way Uh, exactly a year ago I think it was on the 14th I believe um, I manifested this podcast uh, it was shortly after we lost Santi so it was one of those things that I knew I wanted to do and I wasn't sure I was going to be able to push myself enough to get this started. And I remember having conversations with Santi about where I wanted this podcast to go and how far I wanted the group to go. You know, we're almost at 1600 people. And I know seeing all these pages, sometimes they get in my head say, you know, I I feel like I'm doing a good thing with the podcast and the mental health group. And it's not growing to the amount of members that, you know, all these other accounts that that pay for the advertising uh, have currently. But you know what? For a, for a group that has only been around a couple of years to have 1600 people, I feel like is tremendous uh, for us. You know, I didn't have any goals when I created the, the group. I just basically wanted a place to share my story and hopefully open that door for others to do the same. And it's gotten a tremendous amount of reactions from people. It's basically, uh, you know, it's given so many enough strength to share their story. You know, we we have my friend Ashley, who was very to herself, very quiet when I first met her. And she's very open about what she struggles with. She's very open about her past struggles and her current struggles. And she's getting ready to be a mom now. And I have never seen somebody grow so much in, in such a short amount of time. And I think she's one of the most phenomenal human beings I've ever met. Then we got my friend Judy. Judy, we met through a Facebook comment. As crazy as that sounds, um, it was one of my um, one of my posts that I did on this suicide prevention rocks page. Um, I had a blog and everything I was gonna be set up with, and they just kind of did me dirty with the the blog. And I wanted to create my own space, and they kicked me off the the team because of me creating my own mental health space. So, you know it sucked when it first happened because I wanted to be part of something. I wanted to feel like I belong somewhere and creating this mental health movement group. And now the podcast has helped me give so many others hope has get given uh, so many others insight on who I am as a person and who I am as an advocate for, for mental health. You know, um, as I spoke on two podcasts ago about anger you know, I, I know I have flaws. I know I'm not perfect, and I will never in my life pretend like I'm perfect. I've lost friends. I've had people walk out in my life, and sometimes it was my fault, 100%. And sometimes it was just, it was mutual, and we just needed to, you know, cut off the friendship. I'm not going to sit here and pretend to you guys like I am the best thing since sliced bread. I'm not going to sit here and say that my shit doesn't stink. I am a human being. I am everything that I preach and try to be. I I try my best to be there for anybody I can, to be as good of a friend as I know how to be because I know what it's like to not have anybody. Has that come with challenges? Has that come with people misunderstanding you or you know, a friendship unfortunately coming to an end because I went a different direction in that friendship. Sure. And I I acknowledge and accept every flaw that I have. And I try my best to do better every single day. Is it enough for everybody? No. And it's never going to be. I'm never going to be uh everything for everybody. You know, there's gonna be people that's gonna like me. There's gonna be a lot of people that don't like me. And that and I'm okay with that. I'm at peace with who I am as a person. I know what I bring to the table and I know that I've created this space with the help of others to ensure that other people can share their story, to share and heal from their pain. So if I'm doing something wrong, I will own up to it. I will always try to improve the situation. But one one thing I will never do is come on this podcast and and tell you guys I'm going to do something and not, and not do it. I'm not going to... I'm not going to bash anybody on here. I'm not going to run down anybody's feelings. I'm not going to downplay anybody's struggles, but I also need people to understand that I'm a human being. and I'm never going to be perfect as much as I try to be. I am not perfect. And I know I'm not perfect. So again, thank you guys so much for being willing to have patience with me, being willing to be understanding and be there for me when I need somebody the most. Cause Lord knows that I've created enemies that never meant to be enemies. And, you know, again, I'm a human being. And that's that's really all I can say on that subject matter, because it's it's hard for a lot of people to understand that you're not going to live up to the mold or the expectations that they set for you. And you got to put up boundaries with yourself. You got to let that person know, like, listen, I'm trying to do... Everything that I see is wrong with me. I can't live up to every expectation you set for me. I can't live up to not having an opinion about certain things that I have an opinion about. A lot of those opinions, sure, they might be unpopular, but they're still my opinions. And I try to understand both sides of having that opinion. My last therapy session with Jess was one of the most productive uh, conversations I've had in a really long time. And one of those things was talking about the the Twitter ordeal that I was talking to you guys about. And, you know, she basically, you know, she sat me down and, you know, she's like, it's not a matter of how other people are going to respond to you or how um, how other people are doing the same thing that you were doing. It's a matter of how you're making other people feel uh, while you're doing that trolling. Was my trolling bullying people? No, but my troll, my trolling was everything that I'm against. It's, you know, I guess, in a sense, making fun of a wrestling promotion that I don't care for or how they're performing on TV, whatever. And I, I guess being a mental health advocate, being being on this podcast and doing what I'm doing, it, it comes with its challenges because you know you walk that straight line and sometimes you step out of that line and people are like oh my god he's not perfect he's not this he's not that and it creates enemies that were never supposed to be enemies so again you have to let people know that you're a human being and I'm never going to be perfect or am i going to pretend to be perfect so before we uh get down to this podcast and you know just kind of reflecting on um on everything that I've been able to accomplish with this podcast so far. Um I just wanted to give a shout out on the beginning of next year um is is National Mentoring Month, which I didn't know was a thing until about five minutes ago. Um basically it's it amplifies the power of relationships and encourages mentoring across all and industries. So if you have somebody you look up to uh you have your therapist that uh, you know, you have your sessions with. And if you look up to that therapist, or you have a best friend you look up to, you know, pick their brain about things you might not understand, ask questions, you know, just there's nothing ever wrong with trying to gain more uh, knowledge and wisdom. You know, there's a, a lot of people in my life that has come and gone. And there's the people that have stuck around have given me a lot of that wisdom have given me a lot of that knowledge. But also, the people that have been, uh, you know, walked out of my life or mutual uh, friendships ending um, have given me lessons to learn about myself, to have patience with myself. Because when a friendship ends, the immediate thing that pops in one's head is, you know, did I do everything I can to maintain this friendship? Did I, did I do something wrong? Is it 100% my fault? Those feelings popped up in my head. And At the end of the day, guys, it's just one of those uh, situations where you got to take it as a lesson. Maybe they'll come back in a year, maybe not. And you have to come to peace with it may never happen. You know, I've spoken about uh, a person who used to be be my friend, Alyssa, uh, on here a couple times and never mentioned her by name, only maybe one or two times. And I don't ever think she's going to come back into my life. And I've come to peace with that. I've also come to peace with if that conversation were to ever happen again, I know I would never allow myself to go back to the person she once knew because I I I I appreciate my inner peace more than trying to rekindle a friendship that was very one-sided. You know, she she was an energy leech, and I didn't see it for so long because it's just one of those. Friendships that you did everything you could to keep that person around you and it was creating a whole facade doing it uh, for yourself to make that person like you more and neglecting your inner child neglecting your inner peace and your happiness so for any of you who struggle with uh, holding together a friendship you have to ask yourself is it worth my inner peace to keep this friendship going Because not everybody is meant to stay in your life. Not everybody is meant to stick around. You know, those people can be lessons, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with having a friend that walks out on you and just kind of accepting it as a lesson. Be like, oh, I could have done this differently, or, you know, I shouldn't have done this as much as I did. I did way too much for Alyssa, and I acknowledge that. I acknowledge that I neglected myself in order to make her happy. And I will never be that person again. And I'm proud of that fact. Um, January 3rd is international mind, body, wellness day. Um, So, you know, treat and uh, balance your emotions, your, your purpose, your health, your habits, try to create a routine for yourself. You know, I I know after this pandemic, everybody's still trying to break out of that. We got to stay inside. We got to stay away from people mentality. I'm very, very guilty of that. Um, It's hard to break that habit because you get so used to the environment that you're in. You get so used to staying at home that by the time you're clocking out of work or by the time you're getting out of work, you don't want to see anybody. You don't want to do anything because your brain had to retrain itself to not want to be around people to avoid getting sick. Um, And I, I just I personally feel that if you can create habits that are healthy for yourself, that you know, maybe change up your, your eating habits, Uh, you know, change up uh, what you, what you do in the morning, you know, you don't have to immediately take a shower, you can eat breakfast, then take a shower, you know, just switch around things, switch around what you do throughout the day, you know, um, obviously, I know many of us work, and of course, unfortunately, some people don't, and that's, that's okay, but um you know, create healthy routines for yourself. You take a 20 minute walk or walk the dog at a certain time or switch around your times and do more for yourself. That that's something I know for a fact that I'm very guilty of. I don't do enough for myself. And sometimes that comes in splurging. And you know, splurging isn't all bad as long as you're not putting yourself in a bad place. But I feel if you can splurge enough to where you're putting yourself first for once. I don't think that's a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. Also, I want to make a really strong note because this is another conversation I had with Jess in our in our uh, therapy session. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. Uh, sometimes the giver needs to receive too. And there's nothing wrong with asking for help. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, You know, can I borrow five bucks just so I can get by until my paycheck or whatever it is? There's nothing wrong with asking for help. And I am the most guilty human being in the world, probably, maybe not, but probably (laughs) Um, that doesn't like asking for help from anybody. I always feel ashamed to ask for help. Uh, and And I think it was because of my upbringing, how my parents treated me if I ever asked for help when I turned 18, before I started therapy, anytime I would ask them for help, it it was, it was always making me feel like I'm worthless or making me feel like I wasn't enough because I was asking for help. Oh, you're 25 and you're asking me for 10 bucks. Oh my God. Why don't you have your life together? Blah, 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 blah. I can't tell you how many times I heard from both of my parents. Um, when I tried asking for help, you know, it's, I was young. I was naive. And I didn't know I had no direction in my life. I have never until recently knew knew what the hell my purpose was in life. I've always been one to try and be there for people and try to be as good of a friend as I could to people. But I also always feel like that no matter how many times I asked for help, whether it was once every two years or once every six months, I was always made to feel like an asshole. So with that being said, I'm here to tell you guys that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to tell somebody, Hey, I'm struggling really bad. Can you, can you come over and and talk with me for a little while? Can I get a hug? I, it took me a really long time to ask people for a hug. And I know that sounds weird, but when you think about how, 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 uh, I guess uncomfortable some people are with just like physical touching and that's and again i think that's the pandemic mentality there too i struggled for the longest time asking for any kind of affection from anybody and being stuck in the house for two years during the pandemic that affection wasn't there and every time i would feel like the way i'm feeling it's like oh well let me look at my calendar, see what my next therapy session is. And I can talk about how I'm feeling to my therapist. And that was it. I didn't have any physical interaction with people and it sucked. And and it's something that I feel is missing from this world is, is that compassion that, um, I guess, want to help other people feel better. You know, uh, my, my friend, Whitney, uh, who works at white duck, who I've talked about in this podcast a couple of times, um, When Amy passed away, I asked her if I can if I can get a hug from her because I was falling apart. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And I I just I felt lost. And then when Santi passed away, I remember the day after it happened and I messaged my friend Ashley to see if she was working. I said, hey, uh, I know this is kind of out of nowhere and I've known her since elementary school. I'm like, can I please get a hug? Like. I'll come by, buy coffee from White Tuck, whatever. I just I really need a hug. And there was something that she said to me. Um and I can't remember right this second that she said, but um it was it was very powerful what she said to me um when Santi passed away and it had something to do with um I think it was getting ready to rain the day after he passed away, and I, I remember just listening to her talk. Um, and I I was I was so upset. Whenever um, whenever he passed away, sorry, I'm trying to find exactly what she said to me because it was here it is. So uh, Ashley Volucci, she you know I gave her a hug and she's like absolutely. Um, she said let the sky be sad. Who would want you to celebrate his life and be happy. And that was the day after, uh, Santi passed away. It was very cloudy, getting ready to rain outside. And I just kind of felt lost. You know, I lost my brother. I lost somebody who literally saved my life. And I'm trying not to get emotional talking about him, but, uh, last night I got to, um, see his brother and his girlfriend. Um, at a Christmas party, you know, they invited me over saying, hey, you know, I know you're really close with Santi and you're always really good to us and you interact with us and, and whatnot. And we wanted to invite you to a Christmas party, you know, uh, do a couple Christmas games and and just hang out and talk. We ended up hanging out until two o'clock in the morning, talking about everything, just great, wholesome people. I absolutely love his family so much. They, they're some of the most genuine people ever. And his mom was there, too. And. It was nice seeing her happy and smiling, being around us, and, and I know the holiday season is really tough for her, um, so it was really nice to have her around. You know, um, the first podcast of 2023 is going to be um, with a trauma therapist. Uh, her name is Deborah. I just bought her book about gaslighting and i'm very excited to read it i just ordered it it should be here on tuesday um during the holiday season i know that's kind of a maybe but um the book should be here tuesday i'm going to start reading it as soon as i get it and i'm going to have her on here very excited to pick her brain very excited to get another expert's um perspective on things and just how she she handles her sessions or uh how what her process is during writing her book and you know whatever else that I can possibly think of to write down as a question. Uh, Cause if you guys remember, I interviewed both Heather and Tiffany, Tiffany works at NAMI. Um, she did the deescalating book. And then of course we had Heather who was the holistic uh, therapist, life coach, both terrific human beings. Um, I enjoyed those interviews very, very much. Um, just because of how high up they are in this community You know, uh, Tiffany being in NAMI was huge for me. And I know a lot of people when they when they read what the podcast says, it's like, oh, okay, cool. She works for NAMI. Great. But for me, listening to that or listening to her explain things and uh, just talk about mental health as a whole and what what she goes through doing her classes and everything, you know, it was it was great to have a, a professional opinion on on everything that she deals with day to day. And same with, same with Heather, Heather's perspective of things were, were incredible as well. Um, and I, and I think both ladies, if you do end up listening to this podcast, thank you guys so much for, um, for being on this podcast and for being with me on this journey because it has meant a lot. Um, you know, going back to the very first episode that I did on anxiety, you know, when I first did that, that episode, um, I, I, you know, I did research, you know, I, I wrote down as much as I could and what I do to, to help my anxiety and the tips that I, I do, um, to deal with my anxiety. And what I, when I was doing the podcast and doing the breathing technique, and I remember like literally doing breathing in the mic. And, um, one of my friends was just like, you know, you could have just done like the countdown thing and, you know, just said, inhale, exhale. And then you fast forward to now, and the flow of the podcast, I feel, I, I personally feel anyway, are a lot smoother than that very first episode. Not that the first episode was bad, in my opinion. Again, my opinion. Um, but I feel all the podcasts that I've done up till now have hit people in ways that I don't think many expected them to. You know, the celebration of life with George. That is one of my favorite episodes because George is one of my really good friends and to hear somebody who is your ideal guy, who doesn't like talking about their emotions, doesn't like feeling feelings. And I, and I totally can relate because I was told to be that guy growing up to see somebody like him be vulnerable and talk about what Santi meant to him and share stories about Santi and, and everything else was more than special to me so george if you listen to this thank you so much for being who you are you are one of my best friends and i i'll forever appreciate the person that you are um and i know santi would be proud of you um you know uh, victoria victoria was on my podcast too and i've seen her uh, i believe it was it's been twice this year that i've seen her and both visits were as wholesome as humanly possible. You know, I, I share pieces of my heart with her that I don't share with very many others other than my therapist and talking to her about things that I didn't know how to address um, because she might be involved in that specific subject. Um, it's it's very hard for me to express myself on certain matters because I don't want to come off as ignorant, but I also don't want to come off as harsh because I, I try to understand both sides of it. I try to get all the facts and stay away from news outlets, stay away from Twitter, stay away from Facebook when it comes to those opinions. Because I feel if you're constantly watching the news or you're constantly reading uh, news headlines on Twitter, or Facebook, whatever you get your news off of, you're going to start believing everything that they put in there without actually trying to look at the whole picture. I don't. I don't deal with politics. I don't deal with, uh, you know, bullying. Nothing. I, I try to stay out of all of it. You know, I right in the center of of all of it. I, I try to stay away from all of it because it's it's toxic. You know, politics are toxic. Anything that has to do with the media is toxic. I don't feel there's a positive direction in social media other than the mental health stuff that you know me and very many others try to. Uh, spread that message as much as possible but i personally don't feel that social media is the most positive thing in the world same with same with the news i don't think there's anything useful that comes out of the news anymore you know uh i remember when a hurricane uh i think it was it was either ian or the one before that the one that was supposed to hit us directly and shifted the last second um which completely devastated Fort Myers, by the way. And anybody who was affected by that, I, you know, I'm sending as much strength and light to you as possible because I, I can't even begin to imagine what anybody that lived down there is feeling right now. Um, but, you know, my mom was messaging me nonstop saying if I evacuate, if I evacuated, I'm like, listen, I lived in Florida 99% of my life. You know, the year that I was in Jersey. OK, I lived up there for a year. That's it, just a year. But I've lived down in Florida my entire life. And the spot that we're in, not saying it'll never happen, but the spot that we're in has very rarely ever gotten hit by a hurricane. You know, if we do, it's usually the outer bands. It's usually a little bit of wind and a little bit of rain. You know, it's never anything serious enough to where we need to evacuate. This past hurricane season was the closest we've ever gotten to getting hit by anything. And we didn't. And that's what happens every year. It, it shifts every single time. Again, not, not downplaying anybody's struggles who dealt with any of those uh, hurricanes or the damage that was dealt, but you know, where we're at right now, I feel is, is very safe. You know, I don't feel like we're going to ever get hit as hard as all the, all the waterside cities you know, all, all the coastline and South of Florida and whatnot. But, you know, again, I'm not a weatherman. You know, I I don't control the weather either. So it could happen, but almost 30 years and we haven't gotten hit knock on wood. And I I just told her, I said, I don't fear watch the news. You know, it it was the same way during COVID. I don't fear watch the news. I, I don't let the media control my, my mentality and my emotions. The only time that my emotions were thrown off was at the very beginning of the pandemic, when everything was getting canceled, when, when WrestleMania got taken away from me, when everything else that we had planned that year got taken away from me, I was devastated, but I don't let the media and everything that comes out of those news, ca- those, those news anchors mouth get to me. You know, it, it's, you can't live your life in fear. If you live your life in fear, you're, you're just going to eventually be in a bubble. You know, you're going to walk out of your door in a bubble and think that's the safest thing you could do. Anyway, um, and, and, you know, going into the other podcast, you know, the podcast I did with Caleb was really powerful because I know the subject that we covered, I believe, was addiction. And I know how hard talking about addiction is. And I know, uh, you know, dealing with what he dealt with um, in that subject was difficult to say the, the uh, least. And I think for somebody who is as reserved as he is, it's great to break him out of his shell sometimes because you don't expect it. And when it happens, you know, you, you finally get to hear what kind of person he is. And I think he is one of the most genuine people I know. Um, definitely one of the most loyal friends that I have. Uh, I I truly don't think I would be here today without his support and without his help, you know he has been there for me since I came back from Jersey and I, I consider him my brother. You know, he's done everything under the sun for me to make sure that I, I make it to tomorrow that I I can survive, you know, and, and mentally, you know, if, if it wasn't for him, I don't know the, if the pandemic would have been as, I don't want to say as easy, but uh, I guess easy to navigate through, without him. You know, he helped me tremendously and I'll forever appreciate you, Caleb. So thank you always. Um, to my boy, Vince, um, we've done a couple of podcasts together. Uh, you did the anger podcast with me. You did the music podcast with me. Um, I I genuinely love having a conversation with you because it's, it's great to pick your brain and it's great to get some insight from, from a parent. Um, you know and that goes for George and that goes for anybody else that I've interviewed that has has children too. so I'm very excited to um, see what 2023 brings but the very first podcast is gonna be with Deborah so very excited to uh speak with her because I think it's going to be a very uh very productive conversation so look forward to um to the interview being the very first podcast of 2023. Um, I'm going to uh, cut this podcast very short today because uh, I just kind of wanted to reflect on my uh, these podcasts just to, you know, just to kind of remind everybody that you guys are worth every every single minute that I've recorded on this podcast. You guys have helped me so freaking much and you've given me so so much support to the point of being in nine different countries. And I've never in my life thought that I would ever have that kind of outreach, but thank you guys so very much for your support. Um, And I just wanted to leave you guys with a a quick little uh, affirmation before I read the quote of uh, the podcast, just in case nobody told you today, you're doing great. I believe in you. You got this and you are enough. And if anybody tells you differently, tell them to push off (laughs) because there is way too much cold and evil in this world to want to be part of that. You know, always strive to be the better person than you were yesterday. And to quote my best friend who passed away, Santiago, "Defeat, defeat the me of yesterday is something I plan on getting tattooed on me. Um, was something that he lived by I learned so much from him he gave me so much strength he gave me so much light and the light that he left with I know he gave to me all that strength that he had I know he gave to me and I feel it every single day and I'll be forever grateful that I ever that I ever knew him he was the best person I've ever I've ever met. And it's hard to not get emotional talking about him because of the impact he had on my life. But I I thank every him every day that he came into my life and he reached out to me on the literal darkest day of my entire life. So Santi, I know you're watching down. I know you're smiling. I know you're rolling your eyes right now, hearing me like, come on, bro. You don't gotta be corny. I love you, bro, but come on. <laughs> um but I'll be forever grateful for you guys too. You guys, you guys are awesome. Um, so, we're going to close up today's podcast with uh, the quote of the day. And this one is by Catherine Pulsifier. That's a pretty awesome say I'm not going to lie. And this is uh, on the new year. Um, so, each day is a new beginning, the chance to do with it what should be done and not be seen as simply another day to put in time. I I just I want to stress that entire quote. Let me read it to you one more time. Each day is a new beginning. The chance to do with it what should be done and not be seen as simply another day to put in time. I stress this on holidays, I stress this on birthdays, and I'm I'm going to stress this on New Year's too. Try to break that mentality of it's just another birthday. It's just another holiday, it's just another this, just another that. Listen, I know holidays are hard. I know birthdays are hard. And I know whatever loss that you may or may not have faced is so hard, especially when their their anniversary of passing uh, comes along. But you can break that mentality. Appreciate everything you have around you. You know, I I, I don't want to be corny saying this, but count your blessings. When you start being grateful, life starts giving you back tenfold. It it starts giving you things you never thought were imaginable. It it gives you the chance to be better than you were yesterday. I can confidently say that I'm not the same person I was when I first created the mental health group. I'm not full of anger. Uh, I'm still feeling a lot of hurt, but I've healed through so much and it's life is all about balance. You know, if you're you're having a bad day, have a bad day, you know, allow yourself to have that bad day, but wake up first thing in the morning and manifest having a good day. Say, okay, yesterday was rough. Let's see if I can do something differently to avoid that happen. Talk to your manager. if Things are getting too, too overwhelming. Put yourself first. Practice self-care. And if you need help, please reach out to somebody for help because you are worth every single second of this life. You are worthy of love. And you are worthy of happiness and peace, most of all. Honor your inner child. When you do that, when you can finally have peace with your inner child, you can look them eye to eye and be like, I did this for you, and that inner child will be so proud of you, and so happy that you're happy. Take care of yourselves, and I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. This year went by so fast. Count your blessing, guys. Be well, and always remember, be gentle with yourselves. Take care, guys. Till next time.